0: Well, hello there, listeners. I'm Lazarus Black, here with another update on what's been going on with this podcast thing. See, the Rogue Valley Roleplayers are now an affiliate of BattleBards, an online resource of sound effects, tension tracks, and all sorts of audio goodies to use in your own games and shows. Just head on over to BattleBards.com and check them out. And if you like what you see, be sure to sign up for a Prime Membership. And don't forget to use our promo code RVRPODCAST when you do. Be seeing y'all.
1: Hello and welcome everyone to the Rogue Valley Roleplayers. My name is Ben, I am here with Rosemary, Austin, Ed, and Nick, and we are here to play another session of Valley of Famine. Uh, Once again, my name is Ben, I am the marshal, I am running the shindig, doing the things.
2: My name is Rosemary, I play Bahir Rachel Jane Kennedy.
3: Uh, I'm Austin, playing Wine on Beard Slay. Truly a loving, forgiving, wonderful character.
1: I'm Ed. I'm playing Daisy Gilmore, the weird scientist. But people call her Railin' Daisy because she's also a Bahir. Uh, Yeah, that didn't really make uh, sense, but here we are.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Nick S. I play Haru Matsuhara, the Bahir Samurai.
1: Uh, And you definitely find that there are... uh, Tong warriors all over the place. Probably some of their best warriors as well. And uh, sitting at a table... Kind of in the center of everything... uh, Calmly... Playing a game of Mahjong... Is Chen Mei. Oh... It's you. She looks up. Ah... You're in town, I see. Please sit. Well, hello. Long time no see. Ten me. Miss Kennedy.
4: It's good seeing you.
1: Hmm. I'm sure the feeling is mutual. <coughs>
3: okay. <laughs>
2: Rachel strolls right on up and sits down across from her at the uh, Mahjong table.
1: Fancy a game?
2: I would love a game. I've missed them.
1: Uh, She starts racking up some tiles. Please, sit.
3: Appreciate the hospitality.
1: You, uh... I...
4: You're the boss
1: yes there was uh, quite a power vacuum after uh, you were done in Xinjiang the uh, the new sheriff turned her back on the tongue and uh,
4: well I stepped up but you also work for the iron dragon
1: hmm not so much anymore Well, it's a good career move, so it looks like. It's been quite profitable, yes. I, uh, found Mr. Sutton after he somehow escaped the cells and brought him back. And then, uh, that was the end of my association with, uh, the Iron Dragon. Officially, at least. What'd they do with Mr. Sutton? Oh, I don't know. I'll try not to look
4: guilty. <laughs> Haru's trying to figure out the right questions to ask cuz he has no idea where her loyalties really lie. <laughs>
1: I hear you are no longer affiliated with the Iron Dragon, Mr. Matsuhara. Uh,
4: Yes, I was fired. Hmm. By shang An
1: interesting move on his part.
4: Yes, and I wish to make an equally, if not more so interesting move. Uh Oh? He has something that in a way belongs to me. I wish to reclaim it. Okay. I'm sure that you being the local boss here for these tongs have already already know some detail
1: she gives you a
4: cold smile
1: what is it that you want here Mr. Matsuhara What can the House of the Enlightened Dawn do for you?
4: We want in that fortress.
1: You want to infiltrate my benefactor's fortress. In what way does that even remotely profit myself or the time?
4: How much does he pay you it's hard to quantify that there's money
1: there's connections resources political influence
4: i'm at a loss i i, I like there's nothing i could offer
2: Rachel's, like, stacking her Mahjong tiles and playing, and she's, you know, listening to all this conversation, and when you kind of sigh and give up, um, in a very friendly voice, she, you know, as she's playing Mahjong, she says, Chen Mei, you ask how this benefits you? How does it not benefit you?
1: I'm curious to hear your perspective, Ms. Kennedy.
2: You help us take out this slimy, no-good, corrupt businessman. You step into his place. You run things. You have the power, the political influence, the contacts.
1: Make me a persuasion roll.
2: Oh, I have no bennies.
1: Well, you blew up that six. (laughs) That's a seven? It's not a raise. You see the gears turning in Chen Mei's mind. That would require an immense amount of maneuvering, and that would require time. Time which I am sure none of you have. But I will think on it, and while I am thinking on it, the House of the Enlightened Dawn will neither hinder nor help.
2: Certainly wouldn't want to rush you into anything.
4: That is all we need. Hmm.
1: Well... I don't think you have any further business here. I will, uh, I'll let you know when I make up my mind.
3: And also let us know if something we could do for you would give your mind a little push.
1: I will certainly take that into consideration. Alright, and at this point, I'm assuming unless you want to stir up trouble, you're going to leave peacefully.
2: Yeah, Rachel will stand up, you know, tip her hat, and say, Tenma, May was a genuine pleasure to see you again. I've missed our games.
1: I have too, Miss Kennedy. And it was uh, quite agreeable to see the three of you again. Oh, oh, <sighs> rubs <erupts>
2: his <laughs>
4: It was good to see you And I appreciate What you are doing
1: We shall see And she uh, promptly goes back to her Game of Mahjong
2: Yeah, well I'll head out peacefully unless okay. someone's preventing us from going or something like no that. No one's
1: preventing you. You leave the jade lion. Mm-hmm. I think you're you're kinda you're wandering through waterfront right now trying to uh make a decision as to what your next action is going to be when chariot comes rolling up uh in uh his cab.
3: Oh, uh, here to take us somewhere?
1: Hey boss, um, you won't believe this, but someone reached out to me and they want to meet. You. Not me. They, they already met me. Who? I don't know.
3: If they've already met you, then who, what do you mean?
1: <laughs> uh, some guy with weird eyes.
3: Weird eyes? <laughs> uh, can you describe this gentleman more?
4: Uh, Is well, yeah, like, guy I- Green eye, brown eye. Yeah, how'd you know?
3: Friend of yours, Mr. Matsuhara.
4: Somebody that we sh- have been. Well, should have been probably looking for.
2: Uh.
3: So. Does that mean we should not go see this gentleman, or should we see this oh, gentleman? Oh, we should. We okay. Most
4: certainly should.
3: Then yes, let's go meet him, Chariot. All right. Well, everyone, load up.
1: Get in the car. Yeah. Whatever he's driving. Yeah. What is he driving? It's, <laughs> it's it's a wagon. It's like a probably an open topped cab with uh, one horse drawing it. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Shotgun. Where? Railgun. Sword. <laughs> Wynon's just like, who are these crazies?
3: Pistol cuffs. calls us extraordinaries, not crazies. That's right. Yeah, extraordinaries.
1: So, Chariot takes you back to the Red Lantern District to uh, the Eight Immortals Inn, which is probably one of the nicest hotels in
4: fan glad i'm dressed for it <laughs> i wear a nice suit
2: <laughs> i feel like rachel might be a little underdressed to be honest
1: quite possibly but there's definitely no time
2: to yeah
1: um and uh you you chariot leaves drops you off and goes on about his cabbie business um and you walk into the, the front area, the, like the, the reception area of the saloon, not the saloon, but the, the hotel. And then there's like a, a hotel saloon off to one side. And uh, you see a very well-dressed man in a bowler hat uh, standing there. And I think the three of you uh, give me common knowledge checks. Haru, roll at a plus of two. The three of these guys? Yeah. Okay. Seven. I botched it. Oof. Snake eyes. Yeah, you have no idea who this person is. You've never seen them once in your life. Well, that's Larry. That's eight. I don't know who Larry is
2: Twelve.
1: Okay. You got you got a raisin and some seven. Seven? Alright. Uh so Rachel. You probably recognize him because you've had to go up to Grants Pass to uh, investigate some crimes and enforce law there, help out their their own... Uh, I think they're a different county, so... uh,
2: So I would not have jurisdiction then? You would not
1: have jurisdiction, but you have a friendly working relationship, so sometimes you go up there to help out. Haru, you recognize him because you uh, were the railroad chief of police for the region, so you had to meet with the station master in Grants Pass... Uh, Alan Beaufort is standing there.
2: What do we, like, know about him?
1: Uh, He was the Grants Pass Station Master until he resigned from his position uh, not too long before Winter hit in full force, right after he returned from Xinjiang. And most notably about Alan Beaufort is that he has one green eye and one brown eye.
2: I should have known.
4: I find a spot before walking up to him completely. Lazarus. Yeah? Do you recognize that man?
1: Oh, yeah, that's Alan. He's the one that uh, hired us to kill Shang-Jin. Thank you. You're welcome. How come you never asked about that before? (laughs)
4: Shang-Jin angered me. Yeah. I no longer wanted to look for his killer when I wanted him dead too.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Hey, uh, I know this is probably awkward since you get attacked him, but
2: how about a little murder?
4: God damn it.
2: <laughs> Rachel says up to you and goes, Are we gonna kill him or talk to him? <laughs> Wow, I'm in
1: agreement with the ex-deputy. Mark this day on the calendar. We
4: are going to talk to him.
1: Seriously, go find a calendar and mark it.
4: I flip open a little pocketbook and write down the day. (laughs) Perfect. Oh, uh, how... Blink. We'll talk to him first. Mr. Beaufort.
1: Oh, Mr. Matsuhara. And, uh...
2: Ms. Kennedy. Miss
1: Kennedy, now? I, I heard you resigned your position. It's, it's good to see you folks. And, uh... Oh, Miss Gilmore, how are
4: you doing? Who are you? The station master of the railway up in Grants Pass.
1: Ex-station master. I, I, I resigned.
2: He's... He's friends with Jonathan. You've had dinner together.
1: Yeah. I look him right in the <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I think I would remember someone like you. <laughs> oh, Miss Omar we've, you know, we've been good friends for a few years.
4: She's been working on many experiments. Uh, Her brain's a little rattled. Uh,
1: you told me all about the Lemurians and whatnot. Uh, oh.
0: Okay, well, what do you know about them?
1: He rattles off a couple of...
2: Lumerian fun facts. Lumerian
1: fun facts. (laughs) I guess we... (laughs) (laughs) uh, You, sir, I don't seem to be uh, acquainted with. No, I
3: don't think so. Why not?
1: Mr. Beaufort. Alan Beaufort. Mr. Beaufort, to what do we owe the pleasure? Oh, uh, well... You know what, let's go grab a drink and uh, we'll, we'll catch up. Swatch some stories. Reminisce.
4: Sounds good to me.
1: Excellent. First round's on me. And he leads you all to a table in, uh, at the uh, hotel saloon. And as you sit down, you all get your, your round round of drinks. Uh, Rachel, what are you drinking? Whiskey. Whiskey. Whiskey, yeah, probably whiskey. whiskey. Whiskey's all around. Uh, water with a lemon wedge. Okay, <laughs> they have it. As you get your drinks, you're sitting down. Alan, Buffett. oh, I almost forgot, Mister Matsuhara, I got some mail from up north for you. You've got mail.
2: Rachel's waiting to drink her whiskey until he drinks something out of his glass. Oh,
1: sure. He, yeah. He takes a
3: sip. This is Lazarus Black. I'm going to get you, Haru.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you come out here to me and my boys. We're going to shoot you
1: down.
2: Really, it's written in his own handwriting. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is
1: awkward. Haru, I, I possessed you one evening, and I sent you some hate mail. I guess it was a really long time in delivering. Uh, I, I, I thought it would be dramatic to mail it, but I, I really should have just left it on like your dresser or something. I'm sorry. This was months ago like when we hated each other.
3: Uh, and I only put a cent on it, and I guess it costs two cents these days, so they've delayed it.
1: Yeah. I hope this doesn't make things awkward between us. <laughs> Any more than they are, given right. our our nature.
2: I love just the whole slew of facial expressions you just went through reading that letter.
4: I'm an expressive reader.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What were the contents of the letter?
2: It's going to self-destruct in five seconds.
1: Yep. Uh, Once you... Actually, here's what we'll do. So while Haru is reading the letter, um, you know, Alan engages everyone in small talk and, you know... How are things going? I heard you've all been to Salt Lake City. That must have been quite an adventure. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of just, like, very inane, um, meaningless stuff.
2: Does he have a family uh, that he would yeah. ask after?
1: Yeah, he does. And he tells you all all about them, painfully. Um, and then, uh, you know, Haru finally kind of, like, folds the letter and sits down. Alan, you know, says, you know... What say, my friends? You have time for a game of poker? Of course. I've I've got a rapport with the staff here. I can get us a back room, some privacy. That way we don't have any, any drunkards coming up to try and take us for our money.
4: That sounds perfect. Excellent.
1: Oh, um any he, uh gestures for one of the employees, pays them off, gets a fresh bottle of whiskey, and leads everyone to a back room. And as soon as you're in the back room and the door closes and you're in your private, like, his, his demeanor totally drops. He goes from being warm and friendly to just, like, um, real uh, formal. So, you've read the letter?
4: Lan Remember her, my boss back in Medford. Yeah, she's kind of my boss too. Now was she has arranged this meeting. This letter was sent by her. We are to trust Mr. Buford, and we are to aid him and Lan Hui in the removal of Sheng Jin as acting leadership of the Iron Dragon. That is the short of it.
3: Well, that seems very convenient. And I suppose she's been watching us this whole time, too, and knew exactly
1: when we would come back. It would not have been surprising. I've been keeping an eye on the railroads.
2: Well, it seems our goals are aligned.
1: I thought they might be. So. You tell me what you need in order to get this task done. And I will do my damnedest to make it happen.
4: We need a way in. And out. We have the t- local tongue, the house of the...
1: Yes, the house of the enlightened dawn. Mace Area. Uh, seem to be heavily in the employ of
4: Shenzhen. We have them on a, a standby, if you will. They, they will not help or hinder us. Hmm. That is quite an achievement. I
1: can arrange for some gang violence to uh, help further the chaos, keep them distracted off-kilter. I can only manage it for a brief time before the authorities crack down, and uh, I can only do it once. As far as getting in, I have no access to maps of his fortress, uh, only what I myself or my associates have been able to observe. There seems to be some sort of a drainage sluice out the back way of the fortress.
3: a sewer so we unclog the plumbing of a certain Shang Jin and then we flush ourselves out
2: surely there must be some other way inside
1: through the front door in a casket perhaps
4: I am willing
0: to do whatever it takes to get inside you know that is possible with Haru
4: I said too yeah. much <laughs> I was just like look at you like What are you doing
1: <laughs> Regrettably Jin seems to be Quite familiar with Mr. Matsuhara's
4: Condition And We don't know that Wainan kind of knows
2: <laughs> Yes his Illness
3: <laughs> Of course you're talking about Mr. Matsuhara's skin condition I am sorry for you, Haru. And he's, his discipline
0: of the martial arts lets him appear dead.
4: I can go into a meditative state where my heart is no <laughs> longer beating. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shang Jin is likely
1: and paranoid enough to take precautions and, well, remove your head.
2: I don't like this plan. <laughs> I don't like this plan All right,
3: bad plan. Well, Miss Gilmore came up with it. I'm not surprised. Uh, well, I'm no tactician. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shots fired. Shots oh, fired. I love it. Uh, I, I think your plan has promise. Uh, what was your name again? Mr. Beaufort. <laughs> Let me write your name down my sheet, Mr. Beaufort. Alan Beaufort. So...
2: What, we crawl up this sewer?
1: Oh, well, from there you're on your own.
4: Whatever it takes.
0: Let's
3: get it over with. (laughs) It sounds disgusting, but uh, not the worst
4: thing I've done. We need to get a boat.
2: Do you have a boat, Alan?
4: I,
3: I do not, regrettably. We have a submarine, of course. You have a what? <laughs> well, we haven't actually spoken with the man. We kind of forgot to do that, but uh, we have a submarine. Well, that is handy. Yes,
1: it is. Conveniently handy. <laughs> well... <laughs> Have you any need from me, then, for anything? Weapons, supplies, ammunition, gear? I've
4: got all the weapons I need. Mm. Well,
1: if we're going to crawl I, through I the sewer... I have doubts on that, Mr. Matsuhara. It seems like you have need for a very specific set of weapons.
4: Your humor is noted.
2: Do you got any gas masks?
1: We have gas masks. You do? You and have all bought a favorite Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking more of, like, you know... Hazmat suits, something
2: something I don't want to call shit in my nice coat.
0: Exactly.
1: I don't know if you can get hazmat suits in Shanfan. You could uh you could definitely get some like fisherman coveralls.
3: There's something I think that you could prepare for us. A train ticket out of here as soon as we are back. We need to leave town, I would assume.
1: No. Yeah, easily done.
3: Apart from that, I think it is probably best that you know. As little of our plan from here on out as possible.
1: That works very much with me. You let me know when you need the,
4: uh, distraction. We will send a runner. We have to acquire our passage to the sewer first. Alright.
1: Well, you can find me here.
2: So we're heading down to the waterfront? waterfront? Back to the waterfront.
1: Back to the waterfront to look for a submarine. Which, the waterfront's a big place, so it's Mm -hmm. not like you're going to exactly... Like, right in front of the jade lion, be like, oh, look, there's the submarine.
2: We, like, find, like, a... You know, like, a running boy, like, a messenger boy.
1: Zao's nearby.
2: Oh.
1: Hi.
3: Zao, how convenient. Uh... I don't suppose you would be willing to do a little task for me. Sure thing, boss. Uh, Here's another $10.
1: Thanks, boss. More more today than I have in the last three months.
2: Can I point out that your contact who's been working for you, implied for like years, doesn't get paid and this guy shows up in one day and you've given him
1: You gotta gotta trick him into loyal service (laughs) and then he stops getting paid.
3: (laughs) Uh, You look like you've got something to say, deputy, but i (laughs) Ex-deputy.
2: Nothing, nothing. I'm not going to comment on how you run your affairs, why not?
1: Anyway, (laughs) I was like, hey, don't, don't, don't bump the gravy train here, okay?
3: (laughs) 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 I'm going to arrange a a little, uh, trip, and when I do so, I need you to inform of my trip to a certain Alan Balfour, Okay I'll be back in a few Uh, Will you wait here for me? Certainly Good And uh, Feel free to grab yourself something nice Okay On me
1: Alright You go to the waterfront Zhao is standing on uh, Is on standby Standing on standby To uh, run a message And uh Uh, you make it to one dingy end of the waterfront uh, of the actual docks and you see um, uh, you see a small pier uh, to which is moored the nautilus
4: well we head towards the nautilus
2: Rachel goes very reluctantly
1: there's a a couple of people uh, working on the Nautilus there's some hammers banging clang, 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 clang
2: that's not comforting
1: (laughs) and uh, you recognize Casper Shireman standing on on the deck kind of supervising everyone, standing on the pier supervising everyone and uh, Adam Shireman, his nephew's not far uh,
4: off Mr. Shireman yes oh Mr. Masuhara and gang hey (laughs) it's Gilmore
1: I uh I got your your correspondence your book yeah a a very interesting read uh, yeah I mean Freddy he laid it down he did (laughs) he most certainly did very interesting yes Oh, uh, uh, my friends! Fancy meeting you here. I, I, I trust you—you you received my correspondence.
2: I'm sure we did, but I've. He forgotten. paid you like four
1: thousand oh, bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah.
4: Yes. Yes. well
1: Yes, that was yeah, very nice of you. The least I could do, really. You helped me, and then you—you, you, quite frankly, saved my life and my cargo and my ship, and my nephew. Is significantly <laughs> higher up there in 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 priority than than those others.
4: We uh, are wondering if we could take another ride in the Nautilus to a point out there in the bay. I'm um, sure,
1: yeah, anywhere you wish to go. I've been uh, running a, a salvage and um, discreet shipping business, and it's been baying off quite well.
4: Well, we like the discretion part of that, because we'll need that on our little mission. Oh. yeah. Can we see the fortress from here? Yeah.
3: Maybe hey, we talk in your submarine? I have a hunch that Haru
4: is about to blurt something oh, out. Oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I had to think. Of course. Come, come.
2: Oh, why not? You had to say, can we go in the submarine?
4: Have you seen the... Oh, it's really cool inside there, why not? Was it really bad that last time?
2: I almost shot you!
4: True... But you didn't.
2: Uh, Look, if men were meant to be underwater,
4: we would have gills. You didn't have this much trouble being on the airship, and we're not meant to fly.
2: No, that's different.
3: Miss Kennedy... Would you do us all a favor and unload your guns? I just have this feeling. (laughs) Your your eyes are going a little wild, and uh, shortness of breath—generally a sign of anxiety.
2: I don't like being underwater. It ain't natural. It's
3: perfectly natural.
2: (laughs) Unload her pistols.
1: Uh, Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, Captain Shireman leads you down into the belly of the Nautilus to uh, a lounge, and uh, merely, you know, pours everyone a round of uh, brandy as his choice to drink. So, some uh, discreet transportation. I'm not a smuggler, I should, should lead with this, but there are a lot of pirates out there in the maze and some folk like to actually get their cargo.
2: That's just what a smuggler would say.
1: <laughs> You're legally smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it past the bad guys. Yes.
4: We need you to discreetly ship us to that fortress out in the uh, the bay. There's a sewer that runs off into the bay just on the, the north side. West West Side, on the
1: West side,
2: on the side. Of course, it's on the West Side. Well, you're on the
1: West Coast, so anything going further is west.
0: Side. It's better <laughs> than dumping it in all the yeah. into the bay. As soon
2: as you have to be in the sub longer, cause soon I gotta go around the fort,
4: you'll barely notice.
2: We've been on this sub for five minutes and thirty seconds already.
1: <laughs> well, um certainly i am more than happy to uh accommodate you when when do you need to leave when is it convenient
3: when let me put it this way when would you be most likely to leave normally
1: uh normally we would sail uh with the the evening tide then the evening tide all right it shall be done
3: and would you be able to pick us up on the way out as well? Would you be able to idle there?
1: Wait for us? Yeah, I'll, I'll wait.
2: God, <laughs> wait, That's pretty awesome.
1: You've done a pretty big solid for Shireman in the past, so he's definitely willing to help you out.
4: We should at least let Mr. Beaufort know that we are leaving with the evening tide. Uh, where is... He? your men
3: oh I think I see him up there with a few trinkets I'll go talk with them Zhao. boss so uh, perhaps you should stow your prizes somewhere I need you to inform mr. Beaufort that we will be leaving on our little vacation at evening tide
1: oh well that sounds fun I'll uh, go let mr. Beaufort know
4: he goes running off Here's hoping Mister Beaufort knows enough spycraft to know that when somebody comes and says, "Oh, they're leaving on vacation," to go, "Oh, that must mean." <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Mister Beaufort's a better spy than Zhao is.
4: <laughs>
1: um, and yeah, uh, I'm gonna assume that you're just kind of staying on the Nautilus until the evening tide to try and avoid bringing attention to yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. I'm all for it.
3: Yes, no, we can play a relaxing game of keep Rachel tied down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Rachel is gonna... Rachel, please. No. <laughs> I'll just wait in the saloon. It's right by the dock. I docks.
4: promised not to kill shang You can stay on the damn submarine.
2: Alright.
4: <sighs> You've faced scarier things than being underwater.
2: No, I have not. <laughs>
3: You know, it's actually pretty relaxing down here. I'm not sure what you find so
4: exciting wait, wait. about it. Was it Rachel or who was it that got the phobia of deep water after we went to Crater Lake the one time?
1: Uh, no, that was Macario, and it was a fear of open water. Open water. Okay. Open water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so probably about an hour before the, uh, evening, before the the tide is set to go and and the sub is set to depart, uh, you start hearing sounds of of violence, yelling, rioting, stuff like that, um, and it very quickly kind of engulfs. Uh, a good chunk of Shen Fan. Just wild, random gang violence, and it does catch uh, the House of the Enlightened Dawn off guard, further off guard uh, with Shen Mei's kind of holding tactics that she said she would do while she's pondering your offer. Or not really your offer so much as just like your your suggestion. Um, and yeah, uh, about probably 30 minutes in you, you figure you probably no one's watching your movements anymore and Shang Jin is effectively blind at this point and uh, the Nautilus slips its moors and vanishes beneath the surface uh, you're you stay in the lounge while it's it's traveling it's not really that, that long of a, a trip over to the fort uh, but you can see uh, through the, the viewing ports The the bottom of the, the bay There's a lot of wrecked ships uh, Shanfan has been the site of a number of naval battles um, There's also a lot of rubble Some sunken towns and villages and stuff That were lost in the Great Quake um, And then Probably f- 15 to 20 minutes Into the voyage uh Adam Shireman comes around and says, uh, "My uncle says that he's about ready to surface. If uh, you want to make your way to the hatch, that would be best." Okay. All right. Thank you. And. Uh,
2: Can I load my guns now, Wine? On.
3: Let's wait until we're on
1: solid ground. <laughs> the the Nautilus surfaces. And uh, it just just barely, like, the you know, it's still under um, probably two feet of water, uh, which actually doesn't make any sense. Never mind. It surfaces completely, so you can open the hatch. I'm not stupid. Saying.
2: How are we going to open the hatch if we're underwater? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's not cool with that idea.
1: Yeah, I'm not dumb.
4: I'm not even cool with that idea.
1: it's <laughs> probably not cool with that There's idea. There's a whole
4: lot more ocean than there is inside the boat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that was dumb. It could surface to where it's just, it's just the hatch. Just yeah. the hatches. Yeah,
1: it's just the hatch. So you uh, you get out and you're standing um, at the base of this this island fortress, and you see this this sluice that's draining out, and everyone giving me notice rolls.
2: Uh oh.
1: It smells real real bad. I got my vapor mask on. What are you talking about? <clears throat> Snake eyes. Ooh. Mm. Four. Yeah, you've got your vapor mask on. You have no idea what's going on. You, you, you've got it. You can't smell. It's He's hard to see. it. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to hear. Four. Four?
2: Rachel's busy, like, loading her gun and kissing the ground. I got a five.
1: You got a five? So, yeah, it does smell pretty foul, but it doesn't smell foul with uh, human sewage. It smells... Foul like blood. And the the, the sluice is uh, stained um, with, like, reddish color, and the, the water f- flowing out uh, is brackish. Well, I guess they really didn't mean sluice and not sewer, because...
2: What? What are you talking about, Daisy?
1: Yeah, yeah that brown caked that's, up stuff.
0: That's
2: not physical matter. Yeah.
1: It's a little bit way too red.
4: Looks Except see for the older. The way the metal pipe is rusting. That's blood. Oh, yeah. Blood? What, what are you all talking about? This is not a sewer for
0: <coughs>
4: for the, the 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 bathroom. It is A drain. Something much worse. It's an actual
0: sluice, not a not a sewer for shit. And I'll like take a gloved hand and look at that. That's not that's blood.
2: Look, there's gotta be another way into this fortress. Front door and in a casket. Well it's gotta be like a servant's entrance or something, a supply loading area. Front entrance.
3: Well, it seems there's a blood tunnel And if that's not good enough for you Then I think we will have to try the front entrance
0: We're all really willing to crawl through shit
2: I don't know if I can crawl through human remains
1: It Wouldn't be the first time we have How many times have we been like Covered in other so bodies of things we've killed That's different, <laughs>
2: that's in battle This is just crawling through the remains of who knows how many bodies. Do we have to
1: swim, or is it can we can walk? No, you can walk. It's it's not swimming.
4: it just starts walking up the drain.
1: It's a, a bit of a steep them. incline, but you can definitely walk it. Fisherman waders on them. That's why we brought these nasty clothes.
3: Miss Kennedy, please come with us and help me think of why this exists and why there's blood in this weird tunnel thing. It makes no sense to me. I'm trying to, like, think of why? Just why? <laughs> just trying to make sense of it.
1: Yeah.
2: Calm yourself, on.
4: I can tell you what I'm thinking. There's a big scary monster on the other end that's kept getting keeps getting fed bodies. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen what happened in Chain. You sure
2: you don't just want to go in through the front door? Head choppy. No, you're you're point. already
4: up the the, the, the sluice. She's. Like... <laughs> yeah, How Drain. I know.
2: are you sure you don't just want to walk through the front door? Probably can't hear you over the draining. Probably not. God damn.
1: So... Is, it, is it like currently draining? Yeah, it's not a heavy flow. It's just a consistent, you know, like. There's water draining out, but it's also tainted with blood.
2: She's going to follow him. Goddamn honorable son of a bitch.
1: So you climb your way up the sluice, uh, and eventually you wind up in a foul cistern full of gore unidentified chunks of meat bob in the brackish bloody water and there's a ladder that leads up to a great ten feet up uh, there's a few other um, smaller sluices that you couldn't possibly climb through that uh, drain into this cistern and then the overflow eventually like, gets to a certain level and splooshes over into the, the main chute and that is where we'll leave off for next time
0: Deadlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All content is used unofficially under the Savage Media Network license. Find more of their great products at peginc.com. Music is provided by the Eaglestone Collective. Sound effects are by Plate Battle Games and Battle Bars. Aircraft effects were provided by soundjade.com. You can find links to all of the above in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in, listeners. I hope you enjoyed the episode and will join us again. Have a wonderful whatever time of day it is for you, and I'll catch you next time.
1: So, the letter, as given to uh, Haru, reads, Mr. Matsuhara, I trust this message finds you ready to take long overdue action against our mutual antagonist. I thank you for your timely telegram. I'm afraid it was very nearly too late by the time I learned of your dismissal and I was forced to flee the Rogue Valley immediately. Fortunately, I have secured new alliances in the last month. Alliances which will permit me to sponsor a change in Iron Dragon leadership and protect myself and the agents through which that change is enacted. Please relay any assistance you may need through Mr. Beaufort. He has long been my representative in this campaign since my appointment to Medford, and I trust him implicitly. I advise that you and your companions take caution as you are being watched. I apologize that I cannot assist you more directly, but I can risk neither my own personal safety or the identity of my patron. I ask you to trust that when this is all over, you will have your stolen property returned, and should you so choose... Be free of any obligation to the Iron Dragon. Signed Lan Hue.
4: I remember not trusting her like at all at the very beginning of this.
1: Like I <laughs> <laughs> uh, did my job right.